people simply do not want to move out of their comfort zone. So God chose Teresa of Avila and St. John of the Cross to basically move religious life out of a life of tepidity, mediocrity, lukewarmness, complacency, so that there would be ignited within religious life renewed vigor to follow Christ. follow Christ in an authentic way. So John the Cross undertook the reformation of the male Carmelite order. And he met a lot of resistance. A lot of resistance. So much so that some of the Carmelites really disliked what he was doing. And John the Cross was actually kidnapped. (coughs) He was kidnapped. And he was taken a prisoner and locked up in a small cell for close to nine months. In that small cell where he's locked up, he suffered incredibly. He was humiliated by his own confreres. He was mocked He was scourged. He couldn't wash. He barely had enough to eat to survive. In all of this, John of the Cross, he never grew bitter against any of these Carmelite confreres. But he simply accepted God's will. St. Ignatius would point out what is called the holy indifference. That we shouldn't prefer a long life to a short life. Health over sickness. Riches over poverty. Honors over humiliations. Because he was definitely humiliated even by his own confreres. Now eventually, on August 15th, he was able to escape. He was able to climb out of the convent and escape to southern Spain and found refuge in one of the Carmelite houses of the religious nuns. And my friends, that's a common denominator you find in the lives of the saints. When they're trying to do good, 
there's a pushback and there's persecution. Such that Christ said, Blessed are those who are persecuted for my name. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. But John the Cross never never grew bitter against any of these confreres. Which is admirable. So in our lives, when people hurt us, when people insult us, when people put us down, when people mock us, we have a tendency to want to get angry <coughs> and to seek out revenge. That's the way we are. That's the way fallen human nature is. Not the case of John of the Cross. So eventually he's going to escape and his reform his reform will, it will eventually be accepted. So both the female branch and the male branch of the Carmelites were reformed because of two people. St. Teresa of Avila for the women and St. John of the Cross for the men in the Carmelite order. Now I would like to do, my friends, I'd like to just give you a brief summary of the chief writings of St. John the Cross. The chief writings of St. John the Cross. He's known as the mystical doctor of the church. And according to some, among one of the greatest writers in the Spanish language, So I'd like to give you a, uh, a brief summary, but I'd like to start off by by giving you a summary of the of the reading you have in the liturgy of the hours for the feast day of Saint John of the Cross, and I'd like to go briefly through his basic literary works. In the Liturgy of the Hours, St. John of the Cross basically focuses upon these two basic ideas. First is the great desire we should have to get to know and to love our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's why the first reading today, I am the Lord, there is no other. And the Gospel today, where we have John John the Baptist, whose life was focused upon Christ. The same can be said about St. John of the Cross. is John of the Cross says that we have to get to know and love Christ more and more. 
in John the Cross gives an ex an example of uh, a miner who is going deeper and deeper seeking out gold pockets of gold and John the Cross compares Jesus Christ to to gold and he says the more that we go deep into that mind the more treasures of gold we find in the person of Christ in other words we can never plumb the depths of our knowledge and love of Christ we're always just touching the surface so on John the Cross and Teresa of Avila they insist upon getting to know Christ St. Teresa of Avila will, will, will go on to say that one of the best means by which we can get to go get to grow, to grow deeper in our prayer life is through contemplating the humanity of Christ. The second point that John the Cross makes in the reading for the Office of Readings for today is if we want to truly go deeper and deeper in our spiritual life in our union with Christ we have to go through the words of John the Cross would be the thicket of suffering. Basically, there's no way around. We have to go through the, the thicket of suffering in our lives so that we can arrive at deeper union with Christ. And John the Cross will use the, the whole word of... Uh, concept of uh, the cross that's why he's known he's known as Saint John of the cross so those are the two fundamental ideas that you'll find in the office of readings a pursuit of a deeper knowledge and love of Christ at the same time we have to come to terms with the cross. Jesus will put it in these words. Whoever wants to be my disciple, he must renounce himself, pick up his cross, and follow after me. Our Lord himself said that. All right. What are the what are the literary works? What are literary works of Saint John the Cross? There are basically three. Basically three. And so the the first literary work of St. John of the Cross would be what is called the Dark Knight 
of the soul. So I posted that for you. Okay, so it's the, the the dark night of the soul. The second would be the ascent to Mount Carmel. And the last would be, it's called the it's called the, the spiritual canticle. So you notice that I've I posted for you I posted you the major literary corpus or works of Saint John the Cross. I'd like to mention one one other literary source that can be helpful and it's called Fire Fire Within and it's written by Father Thomas Dubay by Ignatius Press. So I've written another literary source for you. Fire Within was written by Father Thomas Dubay, who passed away about 10 years ago. This is published by Ignatius Press. And what you have in Father Thomas Dubay, it's a synthesis through a biblical perspective of the writings of St. John of the Cross and St. Teresa of Avila. Probably one of the greatest spiritual masterpieces explaining the teaching of both St. John of the Cross and Teresa of Avila by Father Thomas Dubay. So, <clears throat> there my friends you have you have a summary of the greatest writings of St. John of the Cross. So in the little time that we have, I'll try to just give you a brief summary of some of these works. So like type, I'd like to start with the Ascent to Mount Carmel. What John, what John the Cross does in the Ascent to Mount Carmel is he, he gives us an analogy for the spiritual life. And he basically compares the spiritual life <clears throat> to that of climbing Climbing a high mountain. That's right. To to the climbing of a high mountain. Now if you've ever in your life, if you've ever in your life you've climbed a high mountain, you all know that climbing a high mountain is not easy. It takes a certain amount of training, stamina, effort, perseverance, goodwill, 
a lot of guts in a certain sense if you're going to be climbing a high mountain. So, just as climbing a high mountain, reaching the summit, is hard work. I've climbed the mountains in the Alps. I've climbed uh, Mount Kearsarge in New Hampshire. It's not easy. So it's, it's, it's hard work and effort in the natural life to climb a mountain. Equally so is that the truth in our spiritual life. So now under St. John the Cross, let's be willing to undertake to climb the holy mountain, to climb the mountain of sanctity. The second work of John the Cross I'll comment briefly on the spiritual canticle. Now the spiritual canticle, John of the Cross, basically takes the most romantic book in the Bible. It's called the Song of Songs. It's the most romantic book in the Bible. What John of the Cross basically is going to do is going to take that book <coughs> and compare that book to the relationship of two lovers. But in the mystical sense, it's the love relationship between our soul and the mystical spouse who is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In other words, our spiritual life is a love affair with the greatest of all lovers. That lover is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, the third work of John the Cross is it's the dark night of the soul. The dark night of the soul. Now in this, John the Cross expresses the different, the different stages that the soul has to undergo to arrive at perfection arrive at the summit, the top of the mountain. And he would divide that process into three different stages. Now this is the dark night of the soul. And it's called the First would be the purgative way. The second would be called the illuminative 
way. And the last would be called the unitive way. So I posted for you a, a summary of the three different stages of growth in the in the spiritual life. It's a good idea to try to at least memorize those three basic concepts that you find in the dark night of the soul. So it's the purgative way, the illuminative way, and the unitive way. Purgative way, illuminative, and unitive way. So the best way, the best way for you to to understand these different stages that I've mentioned, the purgative, illuminative, and unitive way, would be, I think it's a good idea that all of you have, all of you have a, a good spiritual director. A good spiritual director has certain training in, in spiritual theology and at least the basics of mystical theology. And to be able to read these books of John the Cross. And it's not that you're going to be able to read them just like that. It's it's heavy, heavy mystical reading, but it's worth it. Now I'd like to give you one of the one of the images that John the Cross gives to us. He basically compares our spiritual life to having a, a a rusty a rusty piece of iron a rusty piece of iron and you take that rusty piece of iron and you place it in a fire now that rusty piece, it's cold, it's dark, it's crusted with rust. And at first when this is thrown into the fire, not too much happens. However, in time, if that rusty piece of iron is left in the fire for some hours... What's going to happen is that rust is going to fall from the piece of iron itself. And 
the rusted piece of iron is going to assume the same qualities of the fire. So it is in the the dark night of the soul, especially in what is called the purgative way. That's why Father Thomas de Bay has the word fire within. The fire of God's love. We have to allow the fire of God's love to come within us. To purify us. Our memory, our understanding, our imagination, our will, our whole being. We have to allow God, even though he's a devouring fire, to come within us and to burn away, to burn away, to purify within our hearts anything that is not pleasing to God. In other words, there is a painful, purifying experience from within that has to take place in us to burn away all the dross that is not pleasing to God. So, my friends, at least I've been able to introduce to you the person of St. John the Cross. A brief bio of this saint, his relationship to Teresa of Avila, and his basic spiritual works. He is known also as the mystical doctor and the patron of spiritual directors. Let's beg St. John the Cross to give us the grace to ascend the Mount of Holiness. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.